Hi, good people. Happy New Week to you. Welcome to Subira, and I am your lovely host, Christine Othaya. Karibuni sana. Uh, nianze kukusema asanti sana for everyone who listened to the last episode that was about alcohol and our mind, body, spirit, wellness, and that topic. There were so many, um, I got so many DMs and messages about you know how people enjoyed that episode and their own perspective and experiences in their own lives. So please, I, I really enjoy such topics because I, I'm, I'm never going to share them simply because it's I like um, preserving the privacy of my listeners. Just in a two conversation, anything necessary, but there was nothing that was shared that is required to be shared on here, if you get what I mean. So thank you so much for all the um, feedback that I got on the last episode. And I know it has been a while, tangu nifanya hivi, but I thought that Sazile nilikuwa nafanya, you know, just um, like an, an podcast recap for myself. Kuona tu penye nimekuwa nikienda. It would be important at least kusama statistics na penye tumefika thus far. So, wacha niseme statistics penye zinaka. First things first, and of course, all glory be to God because this is this is all God's doing. <laughs> I have 55, 55 serious, serious followers on Spotify, and I think that is mind blowing. <laughs> because Najwa, um, many people who have podcasts, at least the ones that you like listening to, they do it professionally. Maybe I don't. You know, mine is just, you know, creating community, talking about things that matter to me and hopefully, you know, matter to you. And then we have the discussions. So 55 followers for me is such a big deal. So karibuni sana, you 55 um, followers when you are on Spotify. Na yu ni Spotify peke yake, najua kuna zingine. Nivenye, my podcast um, editing app is Spotify. So watanipatia tu statistics za kwao, but I'm sure there are others. So that is such a milestone and I am so grateful. I also have, Subira also has over 1,200 plays, like generally. So what wa meskiza, chanyo wa meskiza, as in, me these numbers are so like mind-blowing. I'm so grateful. I don't, I don't even do this like, you know, the way someone can do their job. Mimi ninaifanya tuju ninapenda. So having a community of people who, that like having similar conversations, it's very uplifting and it's very heartwarming. Mm, on to the next statistic, which is the last one, Kabla Twingye, into the episode of today. Of course, Wakenya, many of my listeners, the most of my listeners come from Kenya, we are over 80%. But the other listeners come from how many other countries, apart from Kenya, one, two, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. I have listeners in twenty-one countries apart from Kenya. <laughs> God is good. God is so good because eh, you like you know the world is a village, but still at the end of the day, kunam Kenya mahali munyako penyako, you know, regardless. And then they're still tuning in. Karibuni sana, our dear people of the diaspora. I am sure that by the time you are listening, um, you know, we, we, like you, you relate with everything that Subira is about. So you're very much welcome. You do not have to be 
in physically in Kenya. Labda unaweza kuwa mkenya kwa roho penye huko is fine. It's very much fine and you're very much welcome. So yeah, 21 countries apart from Kenya, eh, that is so hey, niko nadi Maldives, kuna India, kuna Brazil, kuna Spain, kuna Qatar, kuna UAE. There are so many like eh hey, I am so grateful to my community. And I wanted to start off this episode by just expressing my gratitude to everyone who has ever listened, who has ever um, given feedback on episodes, um, uh, their own perspectives on things that I have talked about. This is a community of people who like having such conversations, you know, having wholesome love in all their relationships, in, uh, in their lives, including the relationships uh the relationship that they have with themselves that we all have with ourselves and mini kwa patuniki shukuru and of course kushukuru mungu so yeah eh yeah, this is very nice it has, I've, I've not looked at my statistics although statistics <laughs> i haven't looked at my statistics in a while so this is this is very nice to look at so you know eh yeah, thank you god thank you god so much so that's it once Right, I have spent five minutes just telling you thank you. This is the another topic of the week, and the topic of the week is about food, and this is going to be an extension of something that I think matters a lot to me, and you have also seen in the other episode the alcohol, eh? mind, body, and spirit connection, right, and what food does, and what the the part that food plays in all of that. So, says it to 2023. And I know that we all know because you know we all have access to information a lot a lot watu when you are a bit older and even our parents, right? To mesonga sana technologically saizi. So our access to information is very very fast. Like tukitaka kitu tunaenda tunapata you know very fast. So there is a lot of talk and discussion on what you are supposed to eat, you know, to avoid the diabetes, the obesity, the weight gain, maybe weight loss that you do not understand, you know. There's a lot of talk on what you're supposed to eat. But then I think the one thing that is usually missing that I think is also a kind of conditioning, and at this point I'm going to use the word conditioning so many times because we are conditioned every minute of the day by someone who wants us to think something that is not true. So... No one tells us how our relationship with food is supposed to look like. But we are told what you're supposed to, you know, eat those fruits, eat those greens, eat nini, you know, but not the how. And for me, the reason why, and I'm not saying that like eating the, the advice that they give is wrong. It's just that it's only focusing on one part. And in my opinion, I would think that focusing on the entirety of what food means to us as human beings you know, the mind, body, and spirit connection, we are better placed at having a better relationship with food. Because as we all know, we can't live without food. Food is life for us. Because as we know, mtuambaye hakulangi, muiliyake itanza kwenyesha signs of malnutrition, and eventually itafika to death. So, um, I am going to start off with just naming um um what am i going to call i would call them experts at least i would feel like the experts in my mind 
and then the fact that they don't believe the same thing always goes to show that at the end of the day the values of being a human being are the same the tips and the tricks we have under it is what makes us different so christians to yetu and then kama indians ama sorry wahindi wakona zao and then you know whatever other tribes are different like so at the end of the day none of those things matter because now a lot of the content that i have about food is coming from sathguru as we all know sathguru anakwanga i nasikia kumuita yogi and then nezam compare na like mahatma gandhi at least in terms of their, the way they look their ethnicity but then yeye ni wa sikuizi like you can go and watch a lot of his ted talks you know he has tours that anafanyanga kienda kiongelesha watu me i think sathguru is amazing i love him and i love his content and then there's dr michelle daf i talk about her all the time <laughs> but her sasa she also speaks about the same topic about food mind body and spirit connection but from the religious perspective like come I'm Christo and right and yes and then i have my book that book that i am always reading from in it to get us out of here which is an an interview of a lady known as maria sima who has out of world experiences and i like this book a lot so as you can see three different people who believe essentially different things but they they're saying the same thing you know things like this always blow my mind <laughs> so point number one about food sequizi if we all analyze our relationship with food is very transactional um the, the food we eat helps us get from point a to b ivo and i'm not saying that's wrong but then i think atasat guru is, is was saying in an article that i am going to make available is that the way we eat food currently is very violent like we we we, we don't eat to connect with the the way we are eating ama what we are eating it's just that it can get us to point b point b inaweza kuwa kushiba point b inaweza kuwa kusikia the emotional satisfaction you know because we tie a lot of our emotions to our eating ama um, what else the way people say things like you know they need coffee in the morning right as you can see that's what i'm saying like transactional you you eat just so that you can get through your day right and we all do that the thing i want to say about that is acknowledging that food is a gift right as a christian right uh, we look at the book of genesis the first book in the bible and as you can see adam was told by god that i have given you dominion over all the animals and over all the plants and many and that's where you're going to be getting your food from right either from the animals and from the plants and ninini and the water and the is of it was what i have given you dominion over that and they will serve you in isonjiaza food honestly i'm just removing my information from my cre but i know i'm not wrong what i've said nina paraphrase to so what when you wanna pena biblia don't come for me don't come for me tafadhali <laughs> um so that's god right in the bible we can see that he has god has given us food god has given us 
that thing that will enable us to go through our day because as we know we can't live without food but then if you see if we look at it if we look at it rationally it is a gift the same way the, the air that you're breathing right now is a gift because the people in another side of the world who are walking around in masks i don't know which country this was i don't know if it was china i'm a I, I saw a lot of the people wearing masks before even corona starting it was um it was india i think it was it was they were asians they were asians so walikuwa na mask because of how polluted the air is so they can't breathe it in hivo you know and it has been polluted by a lot of carbon emissions and then like dust particles in the air and then like you know see safe for human breathing so you see the air that we breathe kikawaida if you if you don't wear your mask right when you're breathing you see the air that we breathe is a gift it's a gift because there are so many other um it seems very small you you may not even notice yourself when you're breathing but in the siku utakosa hewa uta struggle <laughs> so much so that hata unaweza kufa and it's the same with food in my opinion food has been given to us as a gift and by starting from that point of gratitude in my opinion you start we start shaping our relationship with food after acknowledging that food is always going to be a gift you do not take it for granted it is not meant to only just take you from from point a to point b right and i think that is the first way that we um start the mind body spirit connection that comes with food safguru also says because he is a yogi so there are principles that they have that are not exactly principles in christianity but i do agree with him to some extent at least the extent that i can understand eh? food is when you eat that meat when you eat that chicken when you eat those eggs ukikula hizo ndengu ukikula hizo mbosho the peas the ngwashi whatever ama the the sweet potato that is what ngwashi is eh? those plants data tukisoma biology right a plant is a moving thing is a living thing sorry not a moving thing a living thing animals are living things so sasguru's point is the food that we eat is another life coming into us even if of course you know you have to prepare the food and if it's an animal you'd have to kill the animal because you can't eat it live point is at the end of the day it is life that is coming into you right um and that is how we can then and i know it's so funny when you look at it like this but i know i'm making sense i know i am making sense the way we say we treat like the way we have our connection with mother with mother nature where we 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 treat nature with respect because we want for it to give us as well So we don't cut down all the trees because we will require rain that will then give us food. Right? The transactional way with which as human beings especially in 2023 we our food is so transactional that we forget that food uh, food coming an, into us is a cycle. It's a cycle of how like you know nature coming into us and then like as um just like a, a bonding cycle that in akuta with the creation that we are given with god which is animal and plants and as a guru and a sema one life fusing into the other 
it seems crazy. But for me, in my opinion, realizing this helps me understand that food is more than just um, giving me energy to go here. I'm a to do that. I'm a, I take that coffee so that I can work and not feel drowsy, you know, right? Let's go to the next point about, you know, um, food and how we have done it in this century. Our compulsive nature to eat. Um, we eat for all reasons. <laughs> um, and I think that we can tell that there are a lot of ailments that come out of food. And the, and the way we have wrongly, we, and the way we have a very bad relationship with our food. A lot of ailments come from that. If it is obesity, it comes from that. Because on a journey, honest opinion, right? And you can call it fat shaming, it's fine. At the end of the day, I am going to say my opinions. But at the end of the day, I don't have to say it in a mean way. And I'm going to try not to say it in a mean way. If your body does not look the way you want it to look, right? If you are either too thin in a way that you do not like, or you have, or you are, um, you have gained too much weight, and it's not an issue that comes with like illness, do the illnesses that come with weight gain, or it's not something that not just the families that just have big people, kama Samoans. Those people are just big. chances are next week, you know. They just amawajaka, you know, in Kenya, Walu, they have very big bodies. You can see that both in their men and their women. <laughs> so apart from things like that, we can understand that there's then something wrong with our relationship with food because we eat when you're sad, but then we also eat when you're happy. And then you eat ukienda um, iso shereheze nyunaenda. And then ukienda supermarket, one like, you know, pizza is on offer. You aren't even hungry, but then you buy the pizza. And then you eat the entire pizza. <laughs> and please don't get me wrong. There is nothing that I am saying here that I have not done myself. So I am always going to mean we. I, I'm, I say we a lot, but I also say you a lot. But in actual sense, I mean all of us. <laughs> As human beings in this century, we eat compulsively, right? And let's start with the first one, the quantity of food that we eat. Do we need to eat the entire box of the pizza that we've bought? Mm, I don't think so. Do you need to drink that entire bottle of soda that you've bought? Mm, I don't think so. But because you know, you just give yourself a reason. We're human beings. We're so good at lying to ourselves. <laughs> you just give yourself a reason to why it is going to make sense for you to drink that entire bottle of soda. Or um, even if it's like, you know, what we could call wholesome foods, that wholesome food, unakula like, you know, six eggs, and then you eat like three avocados. You see, you see, the quantity is still off. Now, that is something I think that we will struggle with. And something that Atta, um, this lady says in the book, he uh, book, Get Us Out of Here, Maria Sima, she says that 
The problem of the world and limited resources will never be overpopulation. Anyone preaching overpopulation to you is someone who is very, very, very ignorant of what is happening or very arrogant of the fact that they are greedy and they want to continue being greedy. If you notice, a lot of, a lot of people talking about overpopulation are the West. Africa complain about how people are having too much children. It's always, you know... I hear China work on a regulation about the number of children they can have. I don't know whether they changed that. I don't know. But I do know a lot of people in the West who are on a lot of trade talks where they they kind of um, try and express the need for us to give birthless, which I think is a load of crap. How does this tie with the quantity of food that we eat? There is a child, there is a child in the United States that eats five times a day. That eats even eight times a day. And then there's a child in India who does not even eat that entire day. If resources were balanced more equally, those children would have enough to eat. So you see the problem here is greed. It is not exactly overpopulation, right? So that conditioning to it, please give birth as much as you want to. <laughs> that is a lie. Man, you know, our resources in Akulia, oh, one percenters, they are either childless uh, you know, child free. <laughs> they're they're either um child free, or they have like you know one two kids. You know, at a two kids is like really pushing it. Many of one percenters don't even have kids. They just have kids where so they can have years, but they usually just one child, and they're the ones who are crying about overpopulation, <laughs> right? So that is what I'm saying. The quantity of food that we eat is not a must. It's just that you, we, we just like holding, holding food. I want, I want, I want, I want. So when we find ourselves going to the supermarket to buy groceries for the house, we buy things that you don't even need. If you want to buy cheese, buy cheese. But do you really need three different types of cheese? Do you? Do you? I don't think so. <laughs> and it's a mistake I've made as well. That's a mistake that I've also made. Higher. On to the next point on the, no, the compulsive nature of eating. To be quantity. Here, the compulsive nature of eating, we can also tie it to the lack, the lack of mind-body-spirit connection with food. As I've said, Sathguru and Dr. Michelle Duff, just talking about how food works in our bodies, Sathguru and Asama, it's like, you know, one life to another because the plants we eat are life coming into us. The animals we eat are life coming into us. Mind-body-spirit connection. So when we gulp down our food, it becomes impossible for that connection to take place. Another place in a joanga mind-body connection, um, at least, you know, mind-body-spirit connection is when you're working out. If you just work out so that you can work out, you might not really see the results that you're looking for unless you have that connection. Because when you are lifting those weights, let's say you're working your arms, you need to feel that stretch and that thin in your arms so that you can continue being in the right posture so that you can do it mindfully, so that you can do it efficiently. If you're just lifting weights like this, you're going to ruin it. Even if in your head you are working out, you are lifting those weights. And it's the same with food, in my opinion. The way we just chew twice and then we swallow. Or even sometimes there's some foods we don't even chew. You know, I've always loved eggs. But something that I've heard from my nutritionists and the people that I look up to for nutrition advice, as well as people like Sathguru, and that's the concept of mind-body-spirit connection. When you chew your food many times, 
you chew your food many times that is how you establish the connection because if you just gulp down mdomo yako haiski imeshiba but mwili yako inaski imeshiba but if you are more mindful with that your mind and your stomach your mind your mouth and your stomach can work together so that your eating experience is more wholesome as opposed to just gulping down foods right even if you're okay umekaa chini unasikia uko sawa but then ukiamka <laughs> ukiamka you start feeling lethargic and nini yeah it's cause you didn't chew the food you were eating we we didn't chew the food we were eating we just tulimeza tu right as i said we want the food to take us from point a to b very transactional bland relationship sub point number three about compulsive nature of eating The time at what time do we eat? I think a point that I had Dr. Michelle Duff saying in her show, the Dr. Duff show, was that we really don't need to eat in the morning. What has your body been doing the entire night? It has been spending energy in sawa hata posikatai. But then it's not as much energy as you use when you are walking around doing your day-to-day stuff. So why do you need to eat in the morning? I tell you why you need to eat in the morning. We need to eat in the morning because we have been conditioned that we need to eat in the morning. But if you actually listen to our bodies, we actually do not need food in the morning. And please by all means you can not agree with me. Don't agree with me, it's fine. It, uh, I am I I at the end of the day we do what is best for us and I think that advice makes sense to me. So when someone is telling you breakfast is the most important meal of the day and then and and I agree with that top point right like when you start doing things that is like touch a lot of energy it is important for your body to be ready with that and i feel like food is a very important factor but then for me i essentially have a sedentary job mimi ni wakili mimi ni mediator i am a conflict resolution specialist so of course a lot of my time is spent on a desk talking to people talking to my clients so you see my work is essentially sedentary so why would i need to eat breakfast I can call it breakfast but unajua when my body actually needs food when i listen to my body needs food when midday in a heat the time 11 12 inafika my body tells me that it needs something and i think it is important for us to listen to our bodies because another thing that i have also experienced in my own life is feeling like you want to eat but then in actual sense you don't want to eat at that time you know it's just, it's just that like maybe umetoka tiktok and then you've seen the roaming chef no no the roaming, the roaming chef it's that the it's the ex rugby player kenyan alikuwa anaitwa Dennis Ombachi i guess siko sure the roaming chef so anakatakata onions anasema done anakatakata carrots done i love his content so much So let's say we've just from seeing a TikTok by uh, the roaming chef. Of course you're going to feel like we're hungry. But you know what? You're not hungry. You've just seen a, to- a content about food and then you're, you you say so in that moment you're not eating. <laughs> so you're like I am I'm missing out. I think that's just how our bodies are. You know, you see food you want food. Um, you, you know, I guess that's just the way it it is. But Then again I feel like ni balance you know we listen to our bodies while also not listening to our bodies so ako commit that in a manisha you know when your body actually wants food but then don't feel like you need that food if you get what i'm saying you don't need the food 
But then when you feel, if you get a point where you feel like you actually, when you, you actually, let me not say you don't need the food. Don't eat food just because you want to eat. Eat the food because you need to eat. And then when you need to eat, after the mind-body-spirit connection not comes so much easier because your body is not already full and then they're adding it with food it does not need. Point number four on compulsive nature of eating. The quality of food that we eat. Um, I'm sure we've all suffered from this before, you know, thinking that, um, uh, you know, maybe like you don't eat, our, I don't, we don't eat our fruits. I know you and Naponimali who are in a field, Mimi Sana. But then I really like chips. Napenda chipu. Sidani kuna mtu najua anapenanga chipu kama Mimi. Sidani yata kuna mtu anapenda chipu kama Mimi. I'm just, I have crowned myself as the queen lover of chips. <laughs> so I, I know for a fact that this, the, the, the consistency with which I consume chips is not the same that the, as I would consume fruits or greens. And that is the more it that is the better food, the greens and the fruits. Not that if I ukula chips zangu, but I feel like there should be a balance in the quality of food that we eat. Where a majority of the food that we eat is of very rich quality, very good quality. And then, you know, ile once in a while celebratory food nezakula, like iso chipo zangu. Ama if you like pizza, ama if you like, you know, fried chicken. Right? So, compulsive nature of eating. The quantity of food that we eat the mind, body, and spirit connection, right? The one that I was talking about, like chewing your food like a gazillion times, maybe 12, 12 to 20 times. And you research me, I'm wondering how the heck am I supposed to be chewing 12 times? Yes, girl, I'm a man. Chew 12 times or more. <laughs> um, the time that we choose to eat during the day, amata at night, and the quality of food that we eat, and also about the time, um, I think this one I'm going to explain it in another point, but generally, the way we eat is very compulsive, as Sasguru says, very violent. Many people have their meals in a car, many people have their meals when they are standing, when they are doing something else, and then that erases the mind, body, spirit connection that we are trying to have with our food which then makes the relationship very transactional. So, unabebwa tu na current, you know, and that's what you're trying to avoid. So, I am going to give tips that I have seen and heard from the nutritionist, when you Dr. Michelle, the book that I am reading, Maria Sima, and Kamasath Guru. As you can see, those are people who believe in different things, but then I said, beauty of it, we are all saying the same thing even if we believe in different things. So tip number one, I think having natural movement incorporated into our day is very important. Um, the people in the world, when you're talking centenarians, right? People who live to be 100 years old. So they have been given a classification on Itangwa Blue Zoners. You can go and look that up on the internet. You can look for Blue Zone blue zone areas, but I'm going to link the particular article in my opinion, it is the best guide for such information. 
So these blue, blue zoners um, are in different parts of the world and imagine none of them are in the United States, <laughs> which then goes to show that people in the United States have the poorest methods of eating. No offense to anyone in the United States. I'm just saying that um, maybe, the, the, I, I don't know why your relationship with food is like, you know, it's it's not that good. But then again, I, the, the countries that they are saying the blue zone areas, some of the areas they are saying the blue zone areas, are areas in a particular place, not at a country, near an area in a particular place. So I'm sure that in the USA, there are people who really watch what they eat and when they eat and their connection with food. Maybe it's just not in the books. Natural movement. I remember something, Mimi, I, I might not have a car of my own, but I do have access to a car. And I have many friends and family members who have cars and family who have cars. But one thing that I have I have realized, and it, it is going to sound so off and it's going to sound so bad, but bear with me. Like, I'm not saying it in a mean way. I'm just saying it as a fact. Even every one of the people who have access to or have a car complain that their weight gain is now more uncontrollable than it was when they didn't have a car. Sounds harsh, but I know I have not said it in a mean way. It's just a fact. Why? Because you see, if you're going to work every day, there's someone who is using their car. Come on, Mimi, let's say I drive to work every morning. If I drive to work every morning and come back home with my car every night, um, if I'm doing grocery shopping, if I'm doing, if I'm um, now they're going to work and coming back, Mimi, let's say the one who does not have a car, Ama who does not have access to a car as well, I'll be carrying goods. I'll be carrying things with my hands. Those are my shopping. I will be walking upwards of two kilometers every day just so that I can go to work and come back home. Those people have less complaints about their health have less complaints about their weight because they incorporate natural movement. And so in these blue zone areas, natural movement to them looks like, these blue zone areas apparently in the places, they go quite ocha, ocha like, right? So they walk a lot, they walk, they walk a lot. When they are um, taking care of the animals, they walk like that. If they have farms, they tend to their farms. You know, like, you like, in a, um, the lifestyle in Yashuneza ocha ocha ocha. And now with the advent of you know cities and nini nini, and then already the way we are living, we overwork ourselves, overexert ourselves, and then we don't push that energy elsewhere. So we are already so tired from the work we are doing during the day that you don't want to walk home <laughs> because you know it's too much work. And sadly, that's at, at least Venyanimeona Kwakichoyango, the more resources that you have. The more money you have to buy your cars and get your Ubers and your taxis and whatever, the more complaints you're going to have about your health and your weight. And I know it's true. I know it from experience. I know it from experience and I know it from having heard from my friends. So tip number one, incorporate natural movement into your day. And don't tell me because you have a cat and how you can't walk to work. Like there are so many ways you can incorporate natural movement into our day. Whilst using our cars, we just need to have the wheel to be better. Tip number two, something that blue zoners on Afanyanga, the mind, body, and spirit connection. They only eat when they need to eat. 
they don't eat breakfast if they don't eat if they don't need to eat breakfast they don't eat lunch they don't eat um dinner if they don't need to eat dinner they don't have like a preformatted eating schedule wao wanakula jumuli zao zinasikia zinataka kukula but kama zijisikii kukula hawakuli you get what i'm saying right they also um apparently from what i hear they they chew their food a lot it's something that nimeona a lot kwa hiyo research yenye nimetake they chew their food a lot and they feel like kwanza hiyo point ya kuchi when you chew your food it's like the connect the connection just comes let's try please let's try hata mimi nitajaribu you chew your food you chew your food like even become more mindful i can only imagine because i know me nafanyanga mind body connection when i'm working out so if the same can be transferred into the way i eat that would be fantastic tip number 3 stress management people who live in blue zone areas who live to be over 100 years old have stress management um schedules points in their day every day and stress management look and look like whatever it is that you want stress management to look like for minutes maybe for kuna watu you know taking walks talking with friends you know taking breaks stop kuacha kuongea kuacha ku kuongea na watu kama labda kazi yako ina involve kuongea watu whatever self care means na see yourself care pesa kama you associate self care with money you need to change your mindset we all do self care sio pesa but kama uko na pesa za ku um, kufanya nini self care yako ikuwe better i think that, that that's fantastic but you know self care and money has injianangi anywhere so self care because the self care means less stress and stress management stress management is equals to longer life <laughs> I know it's not mind blowing but it's something that I know we all fail in stress management because saizi kwanza in 2023 everything is stressful kwanza when you start adulting everything just becomes stressful <laughs> especially when you know you're trying to live your own life and then you're paying your own bills and then if you have like a family you're thinking about your family like your your own nuclear family like you're a wife you're a partner you're a husband amata you you family family and you may talk like think about your siblings and your parents like you know life is just i feel like life can be stressful which then explains putting stress management into our day to days tip number four. enough 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 food is enough food sometimes you only need to eat one apple not all three sometimes you only need to eat um half that bowl of rice and not the entire bowl So the rule that the blue zoners have is in it or the 80% rule. Ata Sathguru nimeona may mention you don't eat until you're full, you just eat a small portion. You you eat until your body says that animetosheka. When you have the mind body spirit connection, your body will tell you and you'll be able to hear because how utakuwa na at this point you won't be using food as a distraction which we always use it as your body will tell you when it is hard when it has had enough sio sa zile unasikia your pants are starting to become tight ama kabla uskako kameanza kusonga mbele right enough 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 like listen listening to our bodies when inasema tumetosheka the 80% rule it actually means is unakula to the percent point when you unasikia hukuli mpaka unashiba unakula mpaka unasikia karibu umeshiba that's what the 80% rule at least that is the way you may um interpret tip number 5 fasting um sasa hapa nitakote maria sima na dr michel daff 
but i think hata no hata safguru ameongelelea fasting na huwa anaongelelea fasting because he's a very spiritual man fasting sounds crazy to many people but for me kama for me for example i know i don't eat i don't eat breakfast because i don't think i need that meal when i wake up i only eat from 12 noon at, at least on most days Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to create a timetable for myself on most days is weekdays especially weekends neither you know so since I pray in the morning when I wake up I I am at my best my peak performance is usually in the morning so you see at a, if you think about it rationally it doesn't make sense because we all think we need food to um do our day to day but in actual sense if your body is fine it's fine my body is fine when i wake up in the morning i don't need to add any more food to it but even if when i wake up i i feel like i want food it's not exactly hunger i can't call it hunger ni ile tu yenye nasikia ah it's a new day let me start with food <laughs> i prefer not to start my day with food and i know from my experience that my best the, i have done my best work in the morning <laughs> I'm at my best in the morning when I talk to God I like talking to God on an empty stomach because if you pray I'm if you're a spiritual person I know you can agree with me praying on an empty stomach provides clarity that is very special and difficult to find when you're full right I'm sure you can agree like if if you if you haven't tried it yet try praying on an empty stomach and not like when you're like pangs of hunger please tabu let's not <laughs> i know we all adults here where you we can all understand what i am saying i'm not telling you to starve yourself i'm just saying that fasting fasting is, is it's actually good for the body and in, in the words of um sasasas guru uh, fasting can mean intermittent fasting or it can also be the spiritual fasting but then sasa for sasasas guru and maria sima and dr michelle duff they are all saying that fasting opens up your mind to a form of clarity that is required for your performance but it is also required for you connecting with the spiritual side of yourself because as we all know filling your body with food leaves you lethargic when you're lethargic you will literally you like a zombie you've just eaten so you're just going through your day very tired you know you barely have enough energy to do the things you're supposed to do with like 100% productivity suddenly that's what food does so fasting clarity of mind clarity of mind clarity of spirit right and so certain the words of maria sima something that i can read very fast about her um thoughts on fasting our hearts know ourselves the best and we must always strive to be honest and clear when it comes to what we do not need fasting means holding back to the point where we can tell god we can tell that god is doing more for us than the world around us is fasting makes it much easier for us to pray and prayer also makes it far easier for us to fast um maria sima anakwanga mtoa kuomba so maybe if you you know it's okay but you know just take take it as you will take it as you will so to many yote whatever fasting means to you whatever um, um um maybe not eating ama regulating your food 
I don't think we need to eat three times a day. See, must. Especially depending on your job. You see, kama wenye mtu amjengo, eating three times a day could be important to you because of the nature of your job. But if your job is like mine, sitting at a desk, just listen. Let us listen to our hearts. You know, the mind-body-spirit connection. Do we really need to eat three times a day? I don't think so. Right? Especially if you're not exact, exerting a lot of physical um, nini in your work. But sikwambi you just have to Something that blue zoners also do, as I move to my sixth point, they eat a lot of plants. They because um something that I've also heard from my nutritionists and people that I look to up to for nutritional advice, meat should only be eaten in very small quantities because the thing that our body needs to digest um meat. I don't I don't want to see, I, I don't remember the rest of that research so see they kusema but nitaitafuta apparently our body the, our body can only digest small levels of meat and when I mean small a palm size of meat na si palm yote imejaa ako kashimo kwa palm yako hiyo ndio nyama unafaa kuokikula so when we eat eat more than that the 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 resource within us that we have to digest the meat means that that rest of the meat inaenda kama fat so when we see weight gain ama vitu kama hizo I know we can always tie it to meat I have never seen a vegetarian complaining about weight gain You know correct me if I'm wrong but chances are I am right right So centenarians blozoners eat a lot of plants eat a lot of plants mm, not telling you not to eat meat because meat is fantastic but I know you know I know you get what I mean Point number 7 low amounts of or no alcohol low amounts of or no alcohol because as i said you know food is also kitu kokoa consumed mind body spirit connection and those are the things that i was saying if you haven't listened to my last episode on the love hate relationship that you have with alcohol please listen to that and then sasa tukiingia hapa kwa hii point ya food na alcohol blue zoners um Blue zoners do not restrict themselves from drinking alcohol but then they they don't drink copious amounts of it and they always drink it with friends and as part of meals right so i am not telling someone not to drink because mimi i am i am i am all all in for alcohol all in but i know my limit low amounts and when i'm not drinking i choose to not drink you know like a balance and hopefully it is it will be the same for you and the last point uh tips on being a blue zona cinema explain blue zoners they are blue zoners what when they to like crazy ages like over 100 sense of belonging is the last point many blue zoners are people who put their top priority as their families their families and their communities are their top priority not their work not their work their families and their com- communities because they have a sense of belonging work does not give you a sense of belonging pasi not not because it can't i'm sure you know there is a belonging that you feel at work but we feel it with our colleagues not because of the work that we are doing it's because of our colleagues so sense of belonging by putting family and community as top priority So the things that we care about work ninini they are important but not as important as the unajua i feel like a sense of belonging comes with a form of like a 
um, what are, what is it like mental health um, uplifting a lot of pre- problems that we have in society things like you know depression um, sad things like suicide and illnesses they, those things come from loneliness those things come from people who have been left by themselves, do not have family. They are just by themselves dealing with life by themselves. So that's what I mean when I say sense of belonging. And I know this does not even tie anywhere. It doesn't tie with food. But something that a lot of blue zoners do is that when they eat, they eat with family. When they celebrate with food, they do it with family and community. So and the point is into one. So I'm going to end the episode here. At the end of the day, food is extremely important to us and our bodies. But then food is also a gift. Food is a gift from God. Food is a gift from nature. And by having a transactional relationship with food, we miss out on the mindfulness of being at a grateful for the food and understanding what the food is doing in our bodies and listening to ourselves when we are full. And then that leads to things that happen in our bodies that we don't like. And then you add our lifestyle that Penya Tumefika as the adults that we are living in 2023. Food seems like a very small thing. It seems like a very small thing. But when we put in the tips and the concepts, and as you can see, from very many different from different sources, I feel like we would be well on like on the way, on the way to having better relationship with our food and what it means to us and what it means to our bodies. And I think that is the right way to go. So I'm going to finish my my uh, episode here, and I hope and and I know it's um so sometimes when I speak I understand that Ninongeanga from a perspective of me mini melewa I am I understand what I am telling you, but then I also know that if you're listening to it for the first time it might be a bit difficult for you to understand and other episodes as well so you are welcome to listen to it as many times as you want you are welcome to talk to me about it send me those dms send me those messages call me you know if you're friends and we all understand what this topic actually means but i think for now a small homework and is our pay Maybe it's just being more intentional about the way we eat. And maybe not even, we don't even start with changing so easy. We start by understanding our relationship with food as individuals. Do I, how do I eat every day? Do I feel like there's food I need to survive? Like, do I feel like, uh, in my opinion, things like, do I say things like I need coffee every morning? Because I don't think that's normal. You don't need coffee every morning. Because if if we if we had now I'm just saying as an example, if we feel like if I felt like I needed coffee every morning, that means that Sijalala Vizuri. Right? I am working more than I am sleeping. So I am waking up tired, so I feel like I need coffee. So 
being intentional about looking into our lifestyle and things like that, I think we will be better off because now we are going to start from the ground up foundation, foundational concepts about how to better our health physically, how to better our mind with food, and how to better our spirit with the food that we eat. Right? Have a fantastic week and reach out to me on my Instagram, either personal, Christine Othaya, if we, if we follow each other. So at Subira underscore the podcast or my email, which is at Subira with Christine Othaya at gmail.com. Many people don't like reaching out to me on my email, which it's fine. Akuna Shida, you can reach out to me on my DMs on Instagram. Email Nisawa Pia. No, Hakuna Mtonakuliza. Let's talk about this and let us see how we are going to better our lives for our own children and our families. But fun fact, something that I like to say, as Africans, right, in, regardless of the part of the world, as Africans, we all know someone who is over 100, which just goes to show that as much as what we have Africa, sana. Uh, the tips we have in Africa that the rest of the world has not yet realized, or maybe the Lord has said, uh, maybe this is this is not a gift for you to see. <laughs> we, as Africans, we all know people who are over a hundred, right? And I think it is. I I have uh I, I, and I never used to know her, but I have uh, a, I got married, right? So now I can say I have a great grandmother who is over 100 years old. And I remember she came to our Rurashio, now a traditional wedding. She sang her lungs out. She sang. Mieta, my husband was telling me, that she's over 100. I was flabberwhelmed. I'm like, this woman has more energy than me. <laughs> We're like, yo, mind, body, and spirit connection with food. I think she knows it. I'm going to go and ask her for the answer sheet because it seems she has all answers. <laughs> anyway, on that fantastic note, on that funny note, light note, have a great week. Bye-bye.